Hey man, what's up, what's happening? You already know who it is and what it is. It is your host, and I'm bringing you an episode today under Beyond the Game Productions in conjunction with Conversations with Q. And I am your host, Nephew Q, but I'm about to go by the nickname Cowboy Q because I've been binge watching Yellowstone. I wish I had me a motherfucking cowboy hat right now. I'm trying to grow my beard out like Rip, but unfortunately, I can't grow no facial hair, so all this little scruffiness is all I'm going to get. But anyways, let's Let's get into today's episode. I want to talk about John Edward Bayless II, aka Skip Bayless. Now, I wanted to wait to some of the controversy and all of that died down before I give my take into Skip Bayless. But the question I want to know is is it time for Skip Bayless to hang it up? Now, Skip Bayless has, has been making sports headlines since I, I would say 12 to 15 years. But before I give you my thoughts, views, and opinions on if Skip Bayless should retire, let's make sure we give him his flowers first. Now, Skip Bayless did not come up with the, the sports debate. You know, people have been debating sports since forever. But what he did do is he created a sports debate format for TV. So let's make sure we give him his flowers for that. Now, back to Skip Bayless and making news. Now, Skip Bayless has, has been making headlines uh, for, I would say for the latter part of the past two to three weeks, um, his show Undisputed that he hosts with, with Shannon Sharp has come, come under a lot of controversy, not from just himself, but the things that he said to Shannon Sharp within the show as well, how he's acted towards Shannon Sharp within the show within the last two weeks, two to three weeks has gotten people feeling like maybe it's time for Skip Bayless to hang it up. And it for me. For me, it started back when Skip Bayless uh, disrespected a little bit of Shannon Sharp when they were having the Tom Brady debate, as usual. And Shannon Sharp was giving his thoughts, views and opinions on, on the, the season that Tom Brady was having. And the debate got heated and it ended up ultimately with them having a, a shouting match with each other. And Skip Bayless uttered the words, he's better than you to Shannon Sharp, which as, as Shannon Sharp should have done, got upset about that and fired back at Shannon Sharp. I mean, fired back at Skip Bayless. And if you go back and watch that clip of that show, Shannon Sharp almost said to Skip Bayless, I'm better than you, but he stopped himself. He said, I'm better than, and then he went in to say, you know, you would take a personal shot at me to defend him. And I want to talk about that show because I felt like that show started to, at that, that episode of that show showed what really Skip Bayless feels about Shannon Sharp. And if you don't believe me, go back and look at what Shannon Sharp always says. He says, if you ever want to know, he said his grandfather tells him all the time, if you ever want to know the truth, there's three people to ask. A kid, an angry person, and a drunk. Well, if you go back to that episode, Skip Bayless in that moment was heated and he spilled out some truth that he had been feeling inside, which is he feels like Tom Brady is better than Shannon Sharp. Now, in the world of football, it's kind of hard to argue Tom Brady being better than Shannon Sharp because two totally different positions and they do two totally different things. But in its totality, you can make that argument. But the argument that they were the, the debate that they were having was not even about that at all. And Skip Bayless took it there. And Shannon Sharp was like, hold on, bro. We debating sports and you taking personal shots at me. I'm a Hall of Famer. You ain't done this. And 
I think it started to show the chinks in the undisputed armor and it makes me wonder, are they even really friends off camera? I don't really even think they're friends off camera. I think they're really colleagues and that's just about it. I mean, we all have jobs, right? And we all work with people. We cut up with them, laugh with them, joke with them all day, all shift long. And then when it's time to go, we don't hear nothing else from them. You ain't inviting them to no barbecues. You ain't inviting them to no Halloween parties, no Christmas parties, no New Year's party. They are just strictly your colleague at work. No more, no less. And that just is what it is. And I think that is what Skip Bayless and Shannon Sharp is. And they have put on this facade for so long that make people think that, hey, maybe they are friends outside of undisputed but now people are starting to see and realize hold on i don't think they're just i don't think they're friends outside of doing this show so i i, I think that skip bayless is starting to lose control of the show because athletes entertainers celebrities if you look at the show and you look at shannon sharp's twitter People love Shannon Sharp and he has his own podcast that he does with Club Shay Shay, which he started maybe a year and a half ago. And if you notice, after he started doing his podcast, which he won an award for, guess who else started doing their own podcast? Skip Bayless started doing his own podcast. And the difference between the two is that Shannon Sharp has guests come on his show. Skip Bayless does his by himself which I wouldn't recommend him doing it because he's basically saying the same thing on his podcast that he says on Undisputed. So why would somebody go to the podcast when they can just watch Undisputed and hear the same damn thing? But that's neither here nor there. And I, I think that the issue with Skip Bayless is that he's never really had a strong person to challenge him. Now, Skip, Bayless, in my opinion, Skip Bayless's issue is that he's become a caricature of himself. He's become so engulfed in what he's doing that he believes that he is bigger than the show. And just like with anything else in life, if you get told something so much, you do what? You start to believe it, right? If somebody tells you you're great at a certain aspect and they tell you this consistently over and over and over again and drill it in your head that you're great in whatever field that is, guess what you're going to believe? You're great. Now, don't get me wrong. There's nothing wrong with being confident in what you're doing, borderline cocky in what you're doing. There's nothing absolutely wrong with that at all. The issue with Skip Bayless is I think that he has he thinks that he has become bigger than the show itself. And it's starting to from the outside looking in, look like it's starting to rub Shannon the wrong way, because if you go look at Undisputed as a show, a lot of their sports takes some of the times it's not even about sports skip bayless likes to blur the lines between sport analyzing and his own personal feelings and what i mean by that is he's continuously disrespecting players by calling them out there now if you're joking about it okay that's one thing like ah, yeah that's you know you know but you have guys like and maybe maybe as a, as a as a culture, we getting too sensitive. And that's another topic for another day. But you have guys like Chris Bosch, right? He used to call him Bosch Spice, which is a moniker from, you know, the, the, the Spice Girls back in the day. You're calling a grown man a female name live on TV. That's, that has nothing to do with basketball. Now. Don't get me wrong, in the confines of our own homes and the barbershops and all of that, yeah, we call players all types of names, and you know what I'm saying? But 
the chances of them actually hearing what we gonna call them behind closed doors is slim to none. Skip Bayless is on a public format with a huge, large following on social media, and he's calling these these guys, these players, out of their names, and he thinks it's okay because up to that point, nobody checks him. Now, if you go back, I think this is when Chris Bosch was playing with the Miami Heat. Chris Bosch came on then, first take, and he checks Skip Bayless about calling him Bosch Spice. Like, he was like, he basically was telling Skip Bayless, that's not my name. Like, don't disrespect me. And now, if you've seen and know Chris Bosch, like, he he seems like a very nice guy. He seems like if he was a, a, a dinosaur, he'd be a brontosaurus. And if you don't know what a brontosaurus is, let me help you out. They only eat plants and vegetables and leaves and woods and, and shit like that. That would be Chris Bosch. A big old brontosaurus that you that you think is just scary as a player. And then you're like, man, he's soft, man. And that's what Skip Bayless looked at him as. as oh, he's soft, man. He's Bosch Spice. He plays like a... Now, you may feel like that, Skip Bayless, and that's perfectly fine but that has nothing to do with basketball and your job on tv is to analyze and critique the basketball play on the court your job isn't to come up with these cute little nicknames for players that are disrespectful especially if it's a part of their name which brings me to russell westbrook and the issue that he had with him last season calling him russell west brick it's a clever name. Let's let's keep it a buck. It's a clever nickname. But if that man and his wife are telling you, stop calling me out my name. And we all know when it comes to outside in the streets, your name is all you got sometimes. And you're not going to have somebody play with your name and disrespect your name and think that they can do that and think it's OK. Let's keep it 100 in the streets. That's a cause for some other stuff to go on. Like, don't play with my name. You know what my name is. And. Skip Bayless seems to think that he's bigger than all of that. He can just call and tell these players whatever he thinks and feels. And Westbrook has had, had come out numerous times and told him, stop calling me that. You got people in the stands calling me that. His wife has, that's not my husband's name. And you have two instances, right? Where, well, two more instances, well, another instance, I'm sorry, where a player came out and checked Skip Bayless and no, two, two more, two more, two more. I'm sorry. Where you had you had former players come out and check Skip Bayless. And if you go back and watch the clips of, of the two instances that I'm talking to you about, Skip has the deer in headlights look because he knows there's nothing he can say back for two reasons. One, they are a professional player that played at the highest level. So there is nothing he can debut, debate and, and rebuttal and say back to them. Two, what they were saying, well, one of what one of them was saying was actual facts. So Skip couldn't, Skip couldn't say anything back to him. So the two instances that I'm referring to is the time that Jalen Rose came on first take and called Skip Bayless Water Pistol Pete. And he rattled off Skip Bayless's list of, uh, of high school basketball stats. And he told him, you didn't even play varsity as, as a junior or senior. You played JV and you averaged 1.7 points per game and this, that, and the third. So if you go back and look to that clip, Skip Bayless was sitting there taking it because there's nothing he could do about it. But then you go back to the other cringeworthy uh, um, conversation that he had with Richard Sherman. And Richard Sherman told him on live TV, I'm better at life than you are. And Skip Bayless was like, oh, well, you know, we'll, that, we'll, we'll see about that. When Skip Bayless gets, and also let's not forget, Terrell Owens has been on, been on Undisputed, I would say, a few times and had debates with Skip Bayless and called him out because Skip Bayless calls T.O. Team Obliterator 
And Skip Bayless, I mean, not Skip Bayless, Terrell Owens has challenged him and said, okay, since I'm Team Obliterator, how many teammates have come out and said that I'm a, I'm a bad teammate? And, you know, Skip gets the fumbling and the bumbling and, you know, he starts to change the subject. Well, you know, my reports told me and, you know, Terrell Owens is like, no, tell me the people who. And, you know, well, what about the fight that you had in, in the locker room with Hugh Douglas? And he said there was a lot. There was a conf confrontation between me and Hugh Douglas. But name the person who said I was a bad teammate. Skip Bayless didn't, couldn't come up with nothing because as far as I know, and I could be wrong, Skip Bayless has. I mean, I Skip Bayless Terrell Owens has never had a teammate come out and say that he's been a bad teammate so my thing with skip bayless is that i feel like he's he he feels like he is becoming too big as as the old school people would say you're getting too big for your britches and i think it's shannon sharp is the perfect person to snatch his ass down off that high horse and let him know hey look bro I'm a Hall of Fame NFL football player, okay? I played in the NFL, what, what do you play, 14 seasons? Yes, Skip Bayless, you've covered the NFL for 40 years, and that's great, and that's awesome, and I know you have a lot of sports knowledge, but I played the game, if I'm Shannon Sharp, I played the game at its highest form for 14 seasons, three Super Bowls, never lost, gold jacket, and at the time I retired, I was considered one of, if not, top three greatest tight ends of all time. Like, bro, don't disrespect me in what I do. And... Which brings us to Skip Bayless now. And Skip Bayless now has turned into a person that, uh, a person on T, and the, and the issue with Skip Bayless is that he has too much power. And what I mean by too much power is that, in this, in, in this, in this instance, I'm talking to us. I'm talking to society and culture and sports society and culture with this one. We have given Skip too much damn power to the fact that it when he tweets something, it causes such a controversy on a national scale. And he's just a sports analyst on TV. He's not no um, reporter for the news. He's not talking about, you know, what's going on with the oil. He's not talking about what's going on with, you know, grocery prices, gas prices. He's not talking about world events causing controversy with his takes. He's talking about sports and he's making controversial statements within sports that's causing national attention that we shouldn't even be giving this man that much power because you're a sports analyst, my dude. Like we should not be giving him this much power over us to where if he tweets something, we are all in an uproar about it when he's just a sports analyst. And at the end of the day, it's just his opinion on sports. It's not life or death. His his opinion isn't, isn't affecting anything. But yet we give it so much power because of Skip Bayless when really at the end of the day, his opinion is just like mine. His opinion is just like yours watching, yours listening. Only difference is he has the, the resume with his sports journalism and been a columnist he has the resume to give him a little bit more credibility to the things that he's saying versus you and i talking and we may not have the resume in the background that he has so we don't have the credibility that he has but what makes his statement more valid than what makes mine is when it's basically his opinion and my opinion you see what i'm saying so why is it that his his opinion can cause a national uproar but if you and i 
was to tweet something, nobody would care. Nobody would say the same thing. No, nobody would. They'd be like, man, you tripping. Like, what are you talking about? And then that would be the end of it. But Skip Bayless tweets something. And everybody, <laughs> in the words of, of the late great Heath Ledger and, and the Joker, everybody loses their mind. And it's like, come on, bro. Like, really? That's where we get where we we in the uproar over this dude and what he tweets. Now, let's talk about what he tweeted right now. Monday night was a football game between the Buffalo Bills and uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. And within that matchup, a young man actually lost his life for a second or two within that football game as he went into a cardiac arrest on the field. And if you don't know who I'm talking about, if you've been living underneath a rock, I'm talking about the Buffalo Bills corner, DeMar Hamlin, in which on the football field, they had to resuscitate him, meaning that for a moment he was not breathing. So basically for a period of time, I don't know exactly how long, so do not quote me on this. He was not breathing. So technically for a little bit of time, he was considered that they had to bring him back to life and resuscitate him. Now, as the world sat and watched this begrudgingly, everybody was was fearful of this young man's life. And they were fearful of this young man's life. And football was the absolute last fucking thing on anybody's mind at this particular moment in time. Right. Everybody was wondering, is this young man going to make it? If not, this is going to open up a can of worms. And that was the last thing anybody cared about. They were wanting this young man to fight for his life and survive and be okay. Now, the hit that he took from T. Higgins wasn't a malicious hit. It wasn't a dirt borderline dirty hit. It wasn't anything crazy like that. It was a typical football tackle. And Hamlin got up, but he collapsed back down. At that time, a lot of people figured, you know, somehow, some way it was a concussion, maybe. But it figured out to be something a little bit more serious. He went into cardiac arrest. Now, the game was ultimately postponed, but Within this time, Skip Bayless took it upon himself to tweet out something as I'm going to read it to you as if if you haven't seen the tweet, which I'm pretty sure you have. But if you haven't, here it is. He tweeted out at 630 p.m. on January the 2nd. And as I'm reading this to you, it had got over 4.9 million views, 777 retweets, 12,000 quote retweets and 13,000 likes as a, as I'm reading this to you right now. His his uh, tweet was, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? This this late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome which suddenly seems irrelevant. Now that tweet had everybody and their sister baby mama brothers in an uproar because majority looked at it as skip bayless how in the hell and why in the hell are you worried about a damn football game when this man is on the field fighting for his life and your tweet is about wondering 
The NFL is considering postponing the rest of the game, but how? Now, I'm not here right now on, on this episode to argue and debate whether what he meant by the tweet, right? My only thing about it is, is feel how you feel about that tweet one way or another. I've already explained, you know, the significance of why uh, of trying to understand why we put so much significance on what this guy tweets when he's a sports analyst. But feel how you feel about the tweet one way or another. My whole issue is skip. You've been covering sports for over 40 years. When you were typing up this message, why didn't you stop and take one second, read the message, give it to your wife, Ernestine, let her read it and say, hey, does this look, does this sound right? Because you doing this job for 40, covering sports for over 40 years, you know, and those large social media following that you have, you know what you put out there and how it can be perceived and how it can be taken out of context, right? Because we, we've all sent a text message, an email, uh, posted something on social media where you meant one thing, but somebody else took it out of context and took it another way than you actually meant it. Because when you do stuff like that, nobody can hear your tone and what you're coming across so they can understand the meaning in which you're saying something so they don't get what you're saying out of context. But when you're just messaging something or posting something on social media, it can easily get misconstrued because nobody knows the tone and the context of what you're trying to convey your message. You might be meaning it one way and somebody else takes it another way because all they're doing is just reading sentences and words. You see what I'm saying? So Scott, I mean, Scott, Skip Bayless, has a responsibility because he has such a large following to make sure that if he's going to put out something like this, to make sure that it's the correct message. Not saying that it was the wrong message, although in my opinion, I do feel like it was the wrong message. But like I said, I'm not here to, to make that part of it. But he had a responsibility because of the following that he has to make sure he put out the proper message. Right. And then the backlash came. Every athlete always giving it to Skip Bayless. <coughs> <Excuse me. coughs> Steven Jackson even went so far as to say, I, I slapped the shit out of Skip Bayless. For me, it was just wrong timing, Skip. Wrong timing, bro. That, that tweet that you put out, that could have waited till Tuesday. That could have waited till Wednesday, Thursday. That tweet could have waited, bro. It was wrong moment, wrong time. And allegedly, allegedly, the big wig over at Fox Sports placed a call to either Skip Bayless or Skip Bayless's uh, representatives and told him to clarify his tweet in which he did, in which he, you know, went back and, you know, you know, his, his, his clarifying tweet. I'm trying to paraphrase it as best as I can. He made it about the young man, Hamlin, on the football field. Which brings us to Tuesday's show of Undisputed. 
in which there was a noticeable person that was not wasn't there that episode shannon sharp he did not come to work that tuesday then there's a lot of speculation as to why he didn't show up for undisputed the next day he never when he when he did show up on on, on a undisputed wednesday he didn't exactly clarify why he didn't come in he just explained why that that event that happened during the game hit him a little different he didn't specify that's why i didn't come in to to undisputed tuesday so we go to skip bayless and shannon sharp on undisputed on wednesday and during shannon sharp's opening monologue shannon sharp was trying to convey and explain how he felt about the situation that happened on monday on the football field and during his monologue he said i hope skip takes the tweet down and he was trying to continue on what he was saying but before he could do that skip bayless cut him off i'm not taking it down i stand by what i said and which irritated and annoyed shannon sharp yet again in which he was like, and I'm paraphrasing, I can't even get through my opening monologue because you keep interrupting me. And this was like 40 seconds into the show. In which they went back and forth, in which Shannon Sharp just told him, you know, go ahead, go ahead, let's let's move on. Because anybody knows when somebody is arguing with you, they care. Because they have emotions, they're invested. They want to get their point across because they care about what they have to say. When a motherfucker tells you, when, when, when somebody has an issue with something you do, and a motherfucker tells you, man, whatever, all right, whatever, I'm done arguing. Oh boy, they don't, they don't care no more. They don't even have the, they don't have, they don't care enough to want to argue with you. And it's not that Shannon Sharp was just like, cowering before skip bayless it's one of those situations and i posted this on the beyond the game group page we all know ourselves better than anybody knows us and we know that if we're if we engage in an argument with somebody about a specific argument where it can possibly go and where where you where where you can take it to and you would just rather not go there so you just like you know what no forget Let's, let's talk about something else. No, because I ain't even great to do that. I'm not great because I know where it's going to go. And to me, that's what Shannon Sharp was doing, which is taking the high road and not engaging in a debate about Skip's tweet because Shannon Sharp was trying to convey the message that he doesn't want the show to be about Skip Bayless's tweet. He wanted it to be about what actually happened to the young man on the field and what's going on with him. He didn't want everything to be centered around Skip Bayless. And that's what he was trying to say before Skip Bayless cut him off and interrupted him per normal. And you can tell. Go back and watch that clip from uh, Wednesday's show. You can see the frustration on Shannon Sharp's face. 
you can see just the the utter just like man this dude hurt now to both of them's credit they're both professionals and they both continued on with the show as normal but we're starting to see more and more that specific debates are starting to trigger personal feelings tom brady lebron james and for whatever damn reason baker mayfield now just in my opinion skip bayless feels like his opinion is the end all be all which we all do let's let's keep it a buck we all think our opinion is the end all be all but the issue with skip bayless is is that nobody can tell like we can agree to disagree all day long i feel how i feel you feel how you feel okay bam cool we ain't gonna come to no agreement i'm not gonna think that that jordan is the goat you're not gonna think lebron is the goat no matter how much we debate stats and, and everything else you you are where you are i am where i am and nobody's gonna fucking budge and it just is what it is that's that's just sports debate right but the thing about it is, is if you don't agree with Skip Bayless, you don't know what the hell you're talking about. And I'll give you an example of how Skip Bayless works before I wrap this up. This is this is how Skip Bayless works at his best. And it's this this season. Odell, well, part of last season, going into this season. Odell Beckham Jr. gets cut from the Browns. Skip Bayless's reaction is, well, if he's that good. Why ain't teams just lining up to sign him? No, he signed with the Rams, won a Super Bowl, towards ACL, blah, blah, blah. But when he got released from the Browns, if Odell Beckham Jr. is the number one receiver, why is he this, that, and the third? Why is he going to play behind Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup, if Odell Beckham Jr., why didn't he go down to the Saints and be their number one receiver? Why didn't he go to Green Bay and be the number two behind Devontae? He, he made it seem like Odell Beckham Jr., was just a guy because he got cut. Well, yeah, because he got cut from the Cleveland Browns. Baker Mayfield, when he was with the Browns, oh, he goes back to that stretch when, you know, 2016 or 2017, when Baker won, blah, blah, blah. Baker's the best thing since sliced bread. He gets traded from the Browns to the Panthers, and then all of a sudden, the Browns are our clown show. But they weren't a clown show when Odell Beckham Jr. got cut from them. But when he gets traded, when Becker Mayfield gets traded, then the, the, the Browns are our clown show all of a sudden. <laughs> okay. So, Baker goes to, to the, the Carolina Panthers. And Skip Bayless has no respect for Sam Darnold. <laughs> Shane Sharp. Thinks Sam Darnold is an okay quarterback. He's not saying he's great, but he's saying he's just better than Baker Mayfield. Skip Bayless doesn't think he's better than Baker Mayfield. Well, guess who the Carolina Panthers kept and guess who the Carolina Panthers cut? They kept Sam Darnold and they cut Baker Mayfield. Who does Skip Bayless blame? Everybody else but Baker Mayfield. You see what you see how Skip Bayless debates? He he will never admit. That something was like, okay, yeah, I got that one wrong. Maybe Baker Mayfield is just a guy. Now it's it's every it's everything else but Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield gets signed by the Rams. He plays in that Thursday night game. He leads them on a what 90-yard drive in the, in the in the winning seconds, wins the game, and Skip Bayless lost his shit. Skip Bayless lost his shit. 
But when Odell Beckham was balling for the Rams last season, he didn't give he didn't give Odell Beckham Jr. no credit at all. None at all. But that's just how Skip Bayless goes. The thing with Skip Bayless, <clears throat> and I'm going to wrap this up. The issue that people have with Skip Bayless and that I think is that he never when he he never gives the same level of criticism as he does praise, right? So if he gives X player praise when they play great and as they should get praised, he never gives that same level of criticism when that player plays poorly. Now, I know y'all go, well, Shannon does the same thing with LeBron James. Okay, I'll give you that. But that's just one player. That's just one player Shannon Sharp is, is like that with. Skip Bayless It's like that with Tom Brady. He's like that with Baker Mayfield. He's like that with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. <sighs> I could go on and on about the the guy, <coughs> the the players that Skip Bayless never gives the same level of criticism as he does praise to. So, with all this being said, is it time for Skip Bayless to just let it go? Let it go. I believe so. I believe it's time for Skip Bayless to let it go. He won't let it go. The The network is going to have to let him go. But the network's not going to let him know go because of that rating, the ratings, that money. And let's just be honest. A lot of people tune in to Undisputed now to watch Shannon Sharp. It wasn't like that at first. But Shannon Sharp has become such a star on that show and such a big personality with, you know, his wittiness. His his charm, his football intellect, his sports intellect, his uh his funny look country sayings, his his dialect, and the things that he does on the show, where he's bringing out props, or you know, Shannon Sharp has created this persona for him that let's be real is gonna get him paid, and as it should. And he started you know with the spinoff of Club Shay Shay, where he invites guests to come on his podcast. And that might be the, the avenue in the lane for him. Who knows? But I do think it's time for Skip, Skip Bayless to go. It, it really is. It's beyond time. for Everything has an expiration date. And I think Skip Bayless is past his expiration date. Old milk. But anyway, that's my time for today. Make sure y'all like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channels. More than one. KY Beyond the Game or Conversations with Q. Or if you can't sit down and watch us on YouTube, make sure you listen to us on all major podcast streaming platforms, where it's Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, um, iHeartRadio, wherever you listen to your podcast. Make sure you give us a listen while you're working out, while you're driving home from work, or while you're driving to work. Or if you're in the bathroom on the john, put us in, listen to us, hear what we got to say. But anyways, I've already taken up too much of your time. As always, I want you to treat somebody how you want somebody to treat your mama. And I'm up at this thing, y'all. Peace.